I hate to say I told you so. Hi, I'm Philip Lamel. Welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the Turn Limits Movement. This is episode 218, posted on July 24th, 2023. Your sanctuary from partisan politics. In the last episode, I shared my fear based on rumors that there was some chicanery afoot regarding House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's promise to hold a vote on HJR 11, the U.S. Turn Limits Amendment. Even though HJR 11 has 101 co-sponsors and 112 House members have signed a pledge to support a three-term limit in the House and, quote, no longer limit, close quote, word was that Speaker McCarthy is being pressured to have a vote on a weaker bill that violates that pledge and therefore would force all the pledge signers to break their word or vote no. Well, it's true. It was confirmed on July 9th by John Fund, national affairs reporter with the National Review. It appears that Speaker McCarthy and Judiciary Committee Jim Jordan are looking to take this opportunity to pretend to fulfill the promise of the uh, tournament's vote while guaranteeing the vote cannot be successful. Even better, in the minds of the anti-tournaments forces behind this betrayal, the vote would destroy the highly successful Congressional Tournaments Pledge Program. Now, don't forget that this pledge program is the only reason why this term limits bill is being considered by the House. The anti-term limit forces know it, and they want to stop it. As John Fun put it in his article, quote, All McCarthy needs to do is ask Jim Jordan, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, to pass through committee a three-term bill. This way, the 105 pledge signers would keep their promise to constituents while still having legislation to champion. Fortunately, Speaker McCarthy still has plenty of time to avoid putting his members' credibility in jeopardy. Surely, he would also want to avoid a primary challenge in his very conservative California district. It cannot be too far from his mind that Tom Foley, the only House Speaker to lose re-election since Galusha Grau in 1862 was defeated in 1994 for standing in the path of the tournaments movement. That's right. Two days after the John Fun article ran, U.S. tournaments took action. U.S. tournaments chairman Howard Rich called out to the 112, actually now, U.S. tournaments pledge signers and the House of Representatives to keep the promise they made to constituents. Quote, There is still plenty of time to change course and do the right thing, Rich said, adding... However, we obviously reserve the right to hold any and all pledge breakers accountable. You bet. In calling for six-term or 12-year tournaments in the House, McCarthy might please the majority of politicians in that chamber, but not the majority of voters. I mean, we've shared polls on this issue over and over. In the latest one, just a couple weeks ago, June 28th to 30th, Rhode Island Democratic primary voters were asked about congressional term limits. 77 supported the idea, no surprise. When asked how long the tournaments should be, only 35% said 12 years. 52% said 6 years, and 13% were unsure. Now, this was a poll of Democrats only, but who can doubt that the Republicans of Rhode Island would not answer in a similar way, or Democrats and Republicans anywhere in the country? Friends, we got to get this train back on its track. Please go to tournaments.com slash take action and see the very first item on the list. 
tell your representative to call for a vote on Representative Ralph Norman's H.J.R. 11. This is the real term limits amendment bill. This is the bill with 100 co-sponsors, with 112 pledged supporters. Not a made-up last-minute bill for a sham vote. Next, former Vice President Mike Pence comes out in favor of term limits. Ken Quinn, Northern Regional Director of U.S. Term Limits, is on the campaign trail in New Hampshire and got this out of the former Vice President. Yes, sir. Mr. Vice President, thank you for coming to Berlin today. My name is Ken. I'm from Maine. I appreciate what you said about getting rid of the dead wood in Washington and, and piggybacking the, the comment about corruption. Um, the American people are really fed up with hearing Congress talk about the big issues decades after decades, kicking the can on the important issues that concern us. I appreciate also how you served as governor, you served in Congress, and you served as vice president. You did not stay in one position for too long. And, and I think we all would agree that career politicians in Congress, they are the ones that have been there for decades controlling everything. Would you as president support and get behind an effort to have a term limits amendment for members of the U.S. House and Senate to get rid of the dead wood in D.C.? Yes. Thank you. I wrote a chapter in 1992 supporting 12-year term limits. When I came up on my 12th year in the Congress, we, we left Congress voluntarily. I've always thought, you know, two terms in the Senate, six terms in the House, plus 12 years about right. It takes you a couple of years to find the restroom, right? <laughs> it's just like any job, you know, you got to kind of figure out where things are, who, who's who, and then, and then you, and then you can have, you know, you can have 10 productive years. I was, I was actually the House Republican Conference Chairman the year before I left the Congress. I was the third-ranking member of Congress, which meant. When you're in the Republican minority under Nancy Pelosi, that means I was the I was the third most powerful, irrelevant person in the House of Representatives. <laughs> uh, the president gave me extraordinary opportunities to participate in virtually every major decision, every major initiative. I know how the executive branch works, and I know what doesn't work there. And the most important thing I heard you just say is that we've got to solve some of these problems that we've been jawboning about for 20 years. Good work, Ken. We got to get these politicians on the record. Next, since incumbents win re-election to their own seats between 90 and 100% of the time, yes, often 100% of the time, open seats, that is seats where the incumbent is not running for re-election, are an important measure of competitive races. By far, most races at the state legislature and U.S. congressional level are lopsided affairs with foregone conclusions, with well-funded incumbents running unopposed or facing gadflies or paper candidates, and they win handily. This is the number one reason why term limits are important. Term limit supporters maintain that term limits create open seats in every district, which in turn generates competitive races. Are they right? Well, it seems pretty obvious, but for the skeptics, I offer a recent factoid brought to our attention by Douglas Cronazel, staff writer at the ever-useful Ballotpedia site. His headline is, All 10 states with the largest percentages of open seats since 2010 have term limits. Yeah. <laughs> and he backs it up, noting that since 2010... Ballotpedia has covered state legislative elections to 44,639 seats across the 50 states over 13 election cycles. During that time, 
8,404 of these seats have been open. That is where there were no incumbents running for a re-election. That represents 18.8% of all seats up for election between 2010 and 2022. The key determinant of the magnitude of open seats in a particular state is whether that state has term limits, which specify how long a legislator can remain in office until they are required to leave by law. All 10 states with the largest percentage of open seats since 2010 have term limits. The remaining six states with term limits all fall in the top 20. Yes, term limits work. Thanks, Douglas. And now, let's hear some excerpts from Holly Robichaud's breaking news on term limits. We've got exciting news today. We're now up to 101 co-sponsors for our House Joint Resolution 11, sponsored by Representative Ralph Norman. We're getting closer every day to passing term limits on Congress. Hi, I'm Holly Robichaud, and this is Breaking News on Term Limits. Term limits was a big winner in the Old Dominion. Virginia held its primary elections for the legislature. 16 signers of the term limits pledge won their primaries to advance to the general election. A 17th signer won the election outright and won't face a general election opponent. So we're very happy what's happening in Virginia and across the country. We're close to getting term limits passed, our resolution passed in North Carolina, but time's running out very quickly. We're urging everyone from North Carolina to urge their senators to support our term limits resolution. Please contact them today. Now it's time for our updates from the states. In Maine, in a special election for the state house, U.S. term limits pledge signer Abdon Simmons was elected. This gives us another supporter in Maine. Congratulations to Abdon Simmons. In Virginia, there'll be elections for the state legislature, and we now have 28 legislative candidates who have signed our pledge. We're pleased to have them on board. Each state legislator who supports U.S. term limits resolution in their state is one step closer to passing congressional term limits. Momentum continues to build for our House Joint Resolution 11, filed by Representative Ralph Norman of South Carolina. As I mentioned, the resolution, known as the U.S. Term Limits Amendment, now has 101 co-sponsors and counting with support from both parties. We're pleased to welcome Representative Max Miller of Ohio, Ann Wagner of Missouri, and Julia Letlow of Louisiana as our latest co-sponsors. We expect more representatives to follow their lead. Could your representative be the next co-sponsors? We hope so. Please contact your U.S. representative and urge them to co-sponsor House Joint Resolution 11 if they already haven't by visiting termlimits.com slash 118 house. Thanks. Kevin McCarthy has promised us a vote on congressional term limits. This would be the first vote on congressional term limits since 1995. That's right, 1995. Think about that. The one issue all Americans agree upon, there hasn't been a vote on it in 28 years. That's a long time, a couple decades, almost three. Please visit termlimits.com slash McCarthy to sign our petition urging Kevin McCarthy to bring House Joint Resolution 11 to the floor for a vote as soon as possible. Let's get this done. Holly suggested you contact decision makers here a couple times. Recall that we compile all of these calls to action in one place 
at TurnLimits.com slash TakeAction. To subscribe and listen to Holly's show regularly, go to YouTube.com slash US TurnLimits. Lastly, here's an interesting tidbit. The Term Limits hero, who spearheaded the successful ballot effort to impose term limits on the governor and legislature in North Dakota last year, is at it again. Jared Hendricks, hot off that victory, which made North Dakota the 16th state with term limits on its legislature, is now collecting signatures to prevent politicians over 80 years old from representing North Dakota in the U.S. Congress. The group needs 31,164 signatures to place the idea on the ballot for voters as a constitutional measure. If approved, it would be added to the state constitution. Good luck, Jared. Thanks for joining us for another episode of No Uncertain Terms. The term limits convention bills are moving through the state legislatures. This could be a breakthrough year for the term limits movement. To check on the status of the term limits convention resolution in your state, go to termlimits.com slash take action. There, you will see if it has been introduced and where it stands in the committee process on its way to the floor vote. If there's action to take, you'll see a take action button by your state. Click it. This will give you the opportunity to send a message to the most relevant legislators, urging them to support the legislation. They have to know you're watching. That's termlimits.com slash take action. If your state has already passed the term limits convention resolution, or the bill's not been introduced in your state, you can still help. Please consider making a contribution to U.S. term limits. It is our aim to hit the reset button on the U.S. Congress, and you can help. Go to termlimits.com slash donate. termlimits.com slash donate. Thanks. We'll be back next week. The revolution isn't being televised. Fortunately, you have the No Uncertain Terms podcast. U.S.T.L. Yeah.